Hello, everybody. My name is Jill Renee Feeler, and welcome to today's podcast. We try to share every week, and I haven't done a video for a few weeks, and I really hope it's in focus. I I don't consider myself technologically uh, like knowledgeable, but I am technologically lucky. <laughs> but my 13-year-old borrowed my DSLR camera that I use for the videos. She borrowed it, um, oh gosh, weeks ago. Um, for a project for her photography class when she needed to do homework and she didn't have a camera here. Anyway, so she used mine and I told her before she used it, I said, you need to make sure that you change, that you know all the settings because she knows more about the camera probably than I do. Um, anyway, by the time I got the camera back from her, she'd forgotten what she did. And there was definitely a few moments of, oh shit, Georgia, you know, we got to get this figured out. So we ended up resetting to the factory settings. So I just hope that this is right. And then I did a quick video yesterday and I noticed that this autofocus thing was on, um, where every time I move, it's, it gets blurry and then it resets again or move my hands or something. So I think I got that turned off, but I just really pray <laughs> that this is clear, that you can see me, <laughs> and that it's all good. I think I think we're good though. Anyway, okay, let's get started. All right, so my name is Jill Renee Feeler, and um, I like to share weekly messages with all of you that allow us to, number one, know that there's much more available within ourselves than we realize. And number two, we have so much more opportunity, literally as our individual humans and as the human race. Um, now, why do I know this? <laughs> why do I know this? Um, about 10 or 11 years ago, I, I didn't have a near-death experience. I didn't know must die. I wasn't, you know, hitting rock bottom. Um, I just had a series of, of seemingly minor things happen in my life where I looked at things differently. Um, I saw an intuitive for the first time ever and she was like, you're really connected and you're really like, you're very spiritual, Jill, and you're not really living that side of yourself. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> so anyway, it's just like a set of dominoes that I decided to follow. Um, a whole other side of me sort of revealed itself. And from the very first time I did an intuitive reading, it was like I had been doing it my whole life. So I didn't know I could do this. I didn't know that I could tap in. Um, in a way that is beyond my five human senses into knowledge and wisdom and um, advice. Um, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that I had that as Jill, not in the way that I do. I mean, I was always somebody that um, even as a, as a nine-year-old girl at the ice skating rink, I would have teenagers going like, Jill, what should I do, you know, uh, with my boyfriend and things like that. So I, I definitely had moments of that sort of thing. But um, I didn't, I don't know, I just thought that was just part of who I was. Anyway, so here we are. By the way, I noticed that those of you that are live, your videos keep clicking on and it really is uh, distracting to me. So if you could do me a favor, um, for those of you that are live, please do not turn on your video. This is not a, <laughs> a video experience for those of you that are live. Um, and I'm respecting your privacy. And when you turn on your video, everyone can see your video. So yes, it is slightly annoying to me. <laughs> and part of me is like, why do I even do this live? <laughs> yes, sometimes I get to that point because I'm just trying to do my job here. <laughs> All right, and for free in this case with my gifted, the gifted weekly stuff. Anyway, let's get started here. So we're gonna uh, jump in. Let's do a connection exercise here. Just relax your shoulders. Very good, okay. Ah, taking some nice deep breaths. And just giving yourself a sense of place and presence that is beyond your mind, beyond your ability to think through things and solve problems. Just being and being curious about what else is there outside of your mind. Hint, hint, there's a lot. Good job. Okay. All right. So just really allowing your, let's imagine that there's a source of light within you. It's behind your eyes. It's within your heart. And it's actually even bigger than at your heart chakra level. There's this huge source of energy that is, it's the truest you. It's beyond time and space. It's at the source creator God level. 
and you are also that even while you're human okay I know strange but true and our minds I don't think are are I don't think it's the right equipment to even pretend to understand that so my response is don't ask your mind to understand it <sighs> okay very good but the mind is all you've got not true not true okay deeper breaths here <sighs> okay hmm all right hmm oh we are going there okay i kind of wondered okay so let's stay right here right wherever you are and that hopefully a deeper sense of who and what you are hopefully more open-minded and open-hearted to just consider things that might also be true another way to look at yourself another way to look at this world okay all right very good okay <laughs> i don't have notes here <laughs> so i'm just it's really on the fly what with our intention with this message is to help offer a completely different perspective on some things that we notice many of you getting quite distracted by and spending unnecessarily um, time, money, um, energy towards this research and investigation. Okay, so this is going to possibly feel very uncomfortable to some of you. Okay, because you've been very devoted to this realm of research and it's the realm of research into what is often called past lives, and it can also be called parallel lives. Okay, so just hang on. <laughs> we, we promise this is in your best interest to at least consider this, okay? Okay, so where do we, how do we want to start with this? Hmm. Hmm. The other lives that you're having as a human in this reality called earth don't matter as much as you may think they they do okay in the context of earth being a school they would matter because this idea that human evolution or personal evolution happens through a series like a chain of lifetimes where you learn something and you figure it out and then you move on to the next life and then there's something else to learn and something else to um, evolve into or evolve from. So this whole idea of a past life, right? In that context, in that context, it is like, oh, well, yeah, of course you'd want to know like what, what you, where you left off before so that you can pick up where you left off. And it's not that there's nothing wrong with it. That would be that would be an overstatement. But if that's working for you, that's great. If that's making you feel like you're growing, like you're developing, um, like you are evolving in a in a progressive upward spiraling manner, that's fantastic. Okay. And we are here alongside you to offer a completely different way of looking at all of it. Okay, we know, we know that you have access to a level of yourself that we call your eternal self that is in truly indifferent about any other lifetimes that you may have had here, may be having here, or may at some point in the so-called future have here. They don't matter. The eternal self, as it interacts with you, your whole and complete one, your life, your journey, it's a direct access point. It's not through the chain of those previous quote unquote lifetimes. It's not even through the combination of parallel lifetimes. Your connection to God is directly to you now, right where you are. You don't earn that. It's impossible to earn it, especially from the inherently flawed human frame. 
and construct. You can't earn it. You don't need to earn it. You don't need for your mind to understand it. So what is it then? It's there by grace. That direct connection, that direct opportunity is something that for, for where you are right now in, in what's available on earth, you have to claim it because it will not make sense in any other way. Now, what this means is, if you decide to claim it, that you are detaching yourself from any sense of importance about any other lifetimes you're having. And it can feel like you're abandoning a family, if depending on how much attachment you feel to those other lifetimes or the sense that they mean something or that you're a continuation of them, right? It can feel like, well, th then who am I? You're you. You're awesome. That's how your eternal self looks at you, is you are the upgrade opportunity, not through a series and sequ sequence of experiences in your reality, but you, <laughs> you have a direct connection because you are the direct embodiment of your source energy, what we call your eternal self. You're not missing anything by ignoring those other lifetimes. They truly don't matter as much as you've been imagining, or maybe even we could use the word pretending that they have. So why would we want to pull the rug out from a very established, widely understood, very popular um, system of this whole reincarnation, um, Earth is a school paradigm? Why would we want to pull the rug out there? For a lot of reasons. Number one, we love you and you deserve the truth. And this is our truth. We're not disrespecting your sovereignty. Within your humanity, you do get to decide what you believe is true. But that doesn't, by your believing it, that doesn't mean it is the truth, the kind of truth that is true, whether you believe it or not. The kind of truth that is true, whether you believe it or not. Don't you want to at least know what those are so that you can give yourself um, the discernment and your sovereignty and your authority and your free will to decide for yourself what what is the biggest upgrade and the, the best way through your human life? We, we hope you decide that. So what is the problem that we see with this whole idea of sequential lifetimes and that you as your current embodiment are picking up where you left off from other lifetimes? There's There's a lot of problems with it. Number one, it doesn't work that way, <laughs> okay? So in order for reincarnation to really work, you are putting yourself in the sequence of linear time. You're forcing the linear time convention that isn't true at the eternal self level. At the eternal self level, it's not that time is an illusion. We've already shared another message on that. Time is very real for you. And it is a very real thing in terms of awareness of it at the eternal self level. Okay, I'm stopping your video, Michelle, for you. Um, but this option of you being able to have a sense of awareness of you that at your eternal self level, you're beyond time. You're there. It's not... <laughs> At the eternal self level, you are omnipresent and there's nowhere that you aren't. So there's no space and time that you're not. So at the eternal self level, any if you have if you have had or are having multiple incarnations as your eternal self, they're not happening one before the other. They're all happening at once. Because the eternal self, it's existence, its reality, its um, energy structure is beyond the linear time that was created for and experienced by those within this reality. So this process of stacking up lifetimes as if 
it is a chain of events, one and then another one and then another one and then another one in linear historical sort of sequence is not true from your eternal self level. And it doesn't have to be true from you as your human self level. And it doesn't work that way anyway. Okay. <sighs> Why would it work that way? Why would source creator, God, set up a system where anyone needs to earn or learn back their sovereignty, their authority, their free will, their inner wisdom, etc. So the whole notion of incarnation in the context of one life builds upon another was a misunderstanding of some very wise, very connected beings who were trying to make sense of the flawed nature that they observed in the human race in their days, in their time. So it, it was sort of this, um, they felt like they were getting the right answer for sure, by the way. So it, it went something like this. Yeah, how do we, this is fun. I'm, I'm curious what we're going to do here. Okay, it went something like this. How, how do we explain that some of us have mastery and some of us don't? And that the vast majority here don't have mastery, yet those of us who view ourselves as masters, we do. Why do we understand things on an inner level that no one taught us and others don't? And one possible, it was a theory, you guys, it was a theory that, oh, well, maybe we've been here more often than others. Maybe lifetimes on earth work in a way where the longer you've been around, the more you know, sort of like a school. You'd expect the senior in high school or the PhD student to know more than the freshman in college or the first grader in grammar school. And that, that tends to be true across the board, right? So, oh, well, Earth must be like a school then. So it was a good theory. And there have been literally over time, there have been billions of beings seeking enlightenment, seeking consciousness, seeking progression in their humanness, feeling a sense of obligation and um, cosmic connection to a concept of a previous self and a, a chain of selves and that you're the current version of, of the, the models and you're the current model, right? So there's this constant sense of how am I doing? Um, what do my guides have to say? Um, I need a reading to see if I'm getting this right. Um, I, there's a sense of responsibility, right? Of being the very best student of you that you can be so that you have a nice handoff to whatever life is next. Or maybe some of you, the objective has been that you'll get out of here. <laughs> maybe you'll be the master next time. Who, who wouldn't want to be the master? Um, who wouldn't want to be the one with all the answers and the inner wisdom and the sense of um, authority? And they've got a lot more choices than you may feel like you have for yourself. Life is easier for them because you sense that they know more about what the heck is going on here than you do. They seem more balanced. They seem more peaceful. They seem more in control of themselves. And maybe they even seem more blissful. What if Earth is, in some ways, more random than that? And extremely nonlinear. What if any eternal self can incarnate, in other words, make a human for them to embody they pick the timeline it's in, they pick the parents, they pick the birth date, there's some structure to what they can choose, 
and there's a lot of things they can't choose because earth is not predestined your life is not predestined there's a lot of free will and choices that you make every day that directly affect where you are headed in life and a lot that you are the summation your your now is the summation of all of the choices you've made before not just it's not that you chose where you would be but you are the result of a lot of choices you made not exactly in how things would go but in how you chose to respond to things that you didn't have control over because there's a huge portion of your reality that you have no control over whatsoever other than how you choose to respond to it which matters that is powerful okay hmm. yeah we're into the complex part aren't we some of your minds may be in a pretzel that's okay we're recording you'll have you'll have the chance to to uh experience the replay as many times as you need to this is so important this is so important okay okay so some beings literally choose to incarnate with a good degree of innate wisdom structures intact where they are not only more likely but they're they're designed to have they design themselves to be a connection to the eternal realms to their eternal selves to maybe even other people's eternal selves jesus also known as yeshua was definitely an example of that buddha is an example of that um by the way yeshua has i mean as yeshua as exactly that construct had had no other lifetimes he wasn't the the end result of a a chain of lives that that struggled and toiled and and then got it got it so right that he was he has yeshua okay so we're already sort of breaking down the structure because it doesn't work that way okay many of the beings in your reality that you called masters have very little human experience whatsoever they're there to help they're there to offer something that they sense will offer an upgrade to your reality out of love out of compassion out of joy out of delight um for many many reasons they they would incarnate in that way it's it gets tiresome <laughs> some of them don't hang out long um maybe they even just pop in and pop out which would be how you'd explain um um angelic sightings um even in the the stories of the the Christian Bible of uh with Mary seeing the angels and those sorts of things that that's a way for the eternal self level of 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 wholeness at the eternal self beyond time space continuum to sort of pop in <laughs> and and give insights and hey you know you'll want to know this or this will be helpful to you or it's okay <laughs> you know compassion um uh, whatever's needed without having to take on the full body suit taking on the full body suit is an experience right as as you know <laughs> right it's a, it's an experience it's easy to get confused where you are um but that doesn't mean it's not worth it okay so so now some of you may be really annoyed because you're you may be thinking well this is even worse than 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 what you have been thinking because if if you are not the product of your pr- previous quote unquote lifetimes and if there's only so much you can do to get better at your being you then what what sort of torture chamber is earth but we don't look at it that way at all as a torture chamber and the the more that yeah thank you mary mary magdalene is going to help with this part another way to live your life versus feeling like you're a student dedicated to graduation and dedicated to graduating your grade or maybe dedicated to graduating the whole thing right another way to look at this is that you showed up glorious you arrived in a way as your human that was was and is always will be gifted and savvy and 
naturally talented at certain things. That's why some of you want to try to get back to your, your childhood. And, and I remember as a child, things were easy. Maybe things were easy because you let them be easier. Because you weren't pretending at that time that Earth was a school. That everything in your timeline is so school-oriented and learning-oriented and chasing ideas and concepts and knowledge that's outside of you. There is very little within your timeline that is assisting you in going within. And even for some of you that go within for meditation and so forth, you still put in in the context of a school and trying to graduate and trying to fix X, Y, or Z. There's a completely different way to look at all of your so-called flaws. We were we shared with Jill years ago, and it just came up in a private session as a, a, a story about this yesterday, that years ago when she was also pretending it was true that Earth was a school, she was saying to us, as what she calls her team, I'm really impatient. I've, I've got to work on this. To be evolved is to be patient. Buddha was patient. Yeshua was patient. All these so-called masters are, are patient, and I'm impatient. And now Yeshua is actually laughing because he's like, I wasn't so patient. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but what we said to Jill back was, it's perfect that you're impatient. It's perfect. Given all the other ways that you wired yourself as Jill, if you're patient, you may end up being more lazy and lackadaisical. And it's all right. No one needs to share anything to this world today. Your impatience motivates you to share what you see is missing in a world that you're there to assist and support and offer something completely different than how it looks at itself. Please do not become patient or your sense of your own purpose and what you wired yourself to be will be diminished and suppressed and not, not wired as ideally as you're already wired. You, dear sister, dear brother, wired yourself in a beautiful, whole and complete way. What you may dislike the most about yourself may be the perfect ingredient for the bigger structure of how glorious you actually are. The other detriment to, to seeing this as clearly as we're trying to offer it is this fear of feeling arrogant and this desire to be humble. There's this very pernicious system on earth of wanting to claim your inadequacies and being like it's self-aware to know where you're messed up or it's that it's somehow more advanced or more enlightened to know what you're working on when to us a a truer sense of enlightened enlightenment and being enlightened is that you've already realized the story, the connection of what isn't great about you so called from from one perspective actually suits you perfectly in the bigger context. Now, obviously, we're talking about healthy individuals, not psychopaths, or so, so, sociopaths or other seriously fragmented individuals that don't know how to do good for other people and don't know how to do, do good or be good for themselves. We're not talking about that population. We're talking to you. You are whole and complete. And there is nothing here that you came to work on. And there's a whole bunch of things that you came here to be. And you discount them every day. Some of you are natural inspirers. Some of you are amazing voices of change and progress and vision. You hold a vision within yourself, within your structure that Earth does. Okay, we've got the video back on setting now in the right format so it doesn't run out of space all these little details right when you're recording that some of you may have the divine pleasure of not, not having to know about okay um yeah i was just noted yeah that is funny i was just thinking about the you know not that anyway i don't believe that everything happens for a reason but it would be interesting <laughs> to just think about the idea that 
this, what we're talking about today, and I'm so appreciating the depth and the compassion that Mary is using in, in the way that she's sharing it. We'll get back to her in a second. Um, that there would be a lot of people upset about this message, right? I mean, you guys, I don't want to downplay the effect The I don't want to downplay the part that there's industries based, like expensive, um, very thriving industries based on helping individuals um, learn what their past lives are, you know, to go through all of these steps as as if what, you know, what they thought was true is true. Um, when this is a completely different perspective and it, it is very liberating and it does give you more authority and responsibility in your life. Um, I know the huge upgrade I felt when my team basically said, it, it's perfect that you're impatient. And I was like, it is? Um, now, does that make me seem like a jerk sometimes when I'm impatient? Yeah, probably. But I totally get what they were saying to me and it has made a huge difference in my life. But that doesn't mean that I'm pretending I mean, it is less than perfect to be impatient, but you can make it perfect by other ways that it, it actually adds to what you're awesome at and what you're naturally good at, what you're special, what makes you glorious. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay. Let me, oh, you guys have been chatting a lot in here. <laughs> okay. Very good. Thank you, Suzanne. You were elaborating on why we would rather just come in as masters, maybe even a first lifetime here to help about you being impatient. Okay. That it's really a create as we go situation in our lives. Okay. <laughs> Back to our regular scheduled programming. <laughs> Sorry. I love you guys so much. Okay. Yes. Okay. That, that will be enough to help me as Jill get to where we were as Mary. Okay. Let's go back in here. And she's saying, well, you just summed it up really well, Joe. Maybe, maybe we, maybe we were done and <laughs> we didn't realize we were done, but I do want to give the team a chance to, to tie up. I felt like there were some other loose ends that, that I, that I feel like we should get to and we'll see if they agree. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Metatron is helping with this part. So what happens in your life when you live it as if earth is not a school? And as if you are not the product of any previous lifetimes, when you acknowledge the fact that any lifetime, any other lifetimes you may be having as your eternal self, they're not just happening on earth. Number one, they're not just happening as human if they are on earth and they're not happening in any other time other than now, because at the, again, we're trying to assist you in getting to the eternal self level so that you can graduate <laughs> so if you want to graduate, let's graduate from this. Let's graduate from the idea that everything that matters to you is in the context of linear time and this reality. That is so huge. And it is such an upgrade that it literally is graduation. So the more that you have a sense, because that's what's been missing, that's why we talk about it so much. The more you have a sense of what your eternal self really is, that it's not keeping track of linear time and, and a chain of lifetimes and things like that, that it's not asking you to go back and you know learn what you did in other lifetimes or consider what you may be doing in the future in another lifetime going forward. It's not doing that. So then you have a better sense of, do you want to do that? Because that, that theory was not only flawed, it's, it was never right. It was just a theory that a master on earth was trying to come up with to try to explain the strangeness of, of those that had inner wisdom and innate wisdom and those that didn't. There literally are eternal selves that incarnate on earth without a plan just to see what will happen with really nothing else that they're, they're not there to make the world a better place. They're just what's going on on earth these days. It takes such little energy as the eternal self to make a human. It, it, that's just true. So yes, you guys take yourself seriously. Most people don't. The vast majority of humans are literally trying to just get through the day. There's, there's very little goal setting. I mean, you know, these people, right? And there's nothing wrong with them. Their, their eternal self is awesome and amazing and you love them, but their version of humanity, you don't get you. That's the good thing. You don't have to. They're living within their, their sovereignty, their free will. 
They're choosing and they have an option of being the type of person that barely knows what they're going to do the rest of their day, let alone what they're working on in their lives or how they want to make the world a better place, right? That's not on their radar, right? So why not let them be what they are, right? And again, we're not talking about those uh, that very small portion of individuals that are harmful to themselves and harmful to others. We're talking about benign <laughs> human interactions with others that is they're not harming themselves, they're not harming you. Now, could they be something so much more than what they are? Of course, that's true of every human. You could be so much more than what you are. And we love you exactly as you are. Right? So notice the part of you that even when I said, you could be so much more than what you are went, yes, right? Why? Why is that part of you so tickled at the idea of you being so much more? And I would say for 95% of you, it's because you're not content with who you are now. And you have felt inadequate incomplete, unvaluable, and on and on and on and on, right? And with that, what I want to do more than anything is just give you a hug and just wish that you saw things differently. One of the reasons that that we love to do readings through Jill is that we literally start off the session with what we love about you. What what we see is just so awesome about you, right? Because that that is how we see you. It's a peek from your eternal self perspective of what is already amazing about you, that especially for those of you that have a brain that is addicted to progress and evolution in a way that detaches you from your present and cannot see your sense of current wholeness. Nothing can be accomplished without a sense of current wholeness. All that it does is creates an addictive temperament chasing so-called evolution or so-called enlightenment. It's a never satiated sense of more, 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 more like an addict. And sadly, there's a whole industry there to offer you what a whole bunch of pretty shiny things that will that are promising further enlightenment and further development and further depth and connection with your eternal self. But if any of those programs or offerings or classes or retreats, etc, are discounting your current wholeness, and your inherent sovereignty, then it's feeding and maybe even creating the addiction. We're not okay with that. Especially when we see that your range of wisdom, if you know, you don't see it like we do. So we do take opportunities like this to to say, hey, you may want to look at this, you may want to consider that. We don't say it to make you mad. We don't say it to trigger any insecurities. We say it so that you can have the awareness beyond your current paradigm and choose more wisely because we do see you as wise, but you may be operating in a system that is treating the leader as wise or the structure as wise or the religion as wise, but not you. You're not the wise one. You have all the evidence to prove to yourself that you're not the wise one. So you need to rely on these authorities. Silly you thinking for yourself. (laughs) We'll help you out. We don't like that. And there's free will. But the issue that we have with free will on the planet Earth right now is free will is present, but free will amidst compromised, manipulated information, um, lack of integrity, Uh, theories presented as fact for millennia. There's just so many problems with with the notion of free will when there's not perfect information. And there's not perfect information in your reality at this time. So what are you going to do? Well, you always get to decide what to do, including right now. 
right? So what what do you want this to mean to you as your one? Please don't think about anybody else right now. This isn't about anybody else but you, because some of you have a, have a distracting uh, addictive strategy in that way too of, of oh, this is going to help so-and-so. We want it to help you, okay? Where can you feel more whole and complete? Where can you feel more like a zone of God energy in a reality that has a lot of things twisted and distorted and completely upside down? What if this is about you? And what if that's great? And what if that doesn't mean that you're, that you're the, the problem child that can't understand <laughs> the mathematics? What if that means that you are the fellow master and we want you to feel that more personally from within yourself that you showed up with it, that it wasn't something you learned or acquired or could learn or acquire on earth. You brought it with you and that you're fighting to get back to your childhood because that was a time when you trusted yourself and you felt not only you didn't think about yourself as wholly complete, you only knew yourself as wholly complete. And then you get put into the systems of earth in a dark age that, that perpetuate this idea of you're not there yet. <laughs> it's all over the place. But the fact that it's in enlightenment and spiritual communities is just the ultimate like tragedy, <laughs> right? So we're doing what we can. And isn't it also ironic that Jill is such an outsider in that space? She is not invited <laughs> to those to those major conventions where all the best of the best in the industry are lined up and, and they've got all these beautiful things to say and you know, oh they make you feel so good. And and yet are they helping you see your mastery that's already there? Or is one of the reasons that they feel so good is that you don't feel like a master, but you feel like you're among the masters in those experiences. And it feels so good to different layers of you that feel like, well, at least there's some mastery here. It may not be in me, but it's in them. Oh, thank God. That's a relief. Let me go again. I'll go to that convention again because it just feels so good to be with somebody that knows what the heck is going on. <laughs> right? Just really, we're really peeling back the, the layers here, right? What, what feels good and why? And is there another way to do this light within, which is the true definition of enlightenment, where there isn't the suffering, where you're not having to spend more money than you have, where you're not leading to, needing to pretend that your whole life needs to be dedicated to it, where you're not pretending that you need to leave a, a, a well-paying or at least decently paying job or career to devote yourself to it, where you can be in meaningful beneficial, satisfying relationships with someone that has no interest in any of this kind of thing, right? This is freedom to be the master that you are as exactly as you are. And it can start with as simple as what do I already, what, do, what am I really good at without trying? What am I super, super good at that I noticed other people aren't, and I have no effort in it. It's it's almost too easy to me. Hmm. Sounds like a natural ability to us. Sounds like a gift that you brought with you. Sounds like a part of your mastery that you packed in your one before you incarnated. For this incarnation for you. And you've probably been working around it the whole time if you've been a seeker. Because that must not matter. Because again, the whole system is built on trying to get you somewhere that you're not ignoring what you already are, which is awesome. Okay, got it? <laughs> okay. All right, so I kind of want to summarize here. <laughs> Still know this Metatron orderly vibration. Past lives are not past. Parallel lives are all happening at the same time. You don't need access to them. And we question why you would want access to them. When you can trust and claim that you are already wholly complete as your one. <sighs> so then what are you going to do? How about be more of what you are already and already amazing at without even trying? Make a list, right? Ask somebody else. What am I super good at that, that you, what am I super good at? Just 
start there. Top three things, right? It's, again, it's what we do in reading with wood gel. So if you've had a reading with gel, <laughs> go listen to it again. Hopefully you kept the recording. You should keep it forever. It's, there's a lot in there for you throughout your lifetime for helpful reminders <laughs> like this and new things you probably would hear differently if you were to listen to it today. Okay. But if you've never had a reading with us and you want to just do it on your own, just you could meditate on it. How about that? Meditating not for the objective of trying to, to fix the world, but further restore your sense of wholeness and inner mastery in, in your present exactly as you are. Ask a friend, what are the top three things that I'm good at? And I'll do it for you too. Let's send an email. Let's meet back here 24 hours with that list. Don't overthink it start it it will sound simple it will sound silly right some of them may sound just absolutely ridiculous and not masterful at all your brain has been discounting your natural gifts and strengths your whole life so it will sound like oh that that's it that's not very special because again your brain has been taking a lot of pride and pleasure and what it had to help you with and had to work hard on. So you, according to your mind, are probably this, um, your greatest strengths, according to your mind, are probably things that you had to work really hard at or things that you're working really hard on. That's not the list we're talking about. That's the list you may want to convert to why this could be okay. <laughs> why, talk about theories. Why might my higher self We've switched that language, by the way. Why might, why might my eternal self be more than okay with the fact that I am whatever? Impatient versus patient. Um, trusting versus non-trusting. Gullible, right, even, right? There's, there's a positive spin on all of that. And it's worth digging into that because some of you have gotten professional at being hard on yourself again to just like the the best athletes elite athletes they pick coaches that are hard on them so you've become your own coach to be this elite spiritual seeker <laughs> getting through an amazing lifetime and like it's almost like you want the applause from your fellow lives saying, oh my God, she got through like five lifetimes in one life. She's the champion. She's the star. He's the, he's the breadwinner, right? Give him the gold, right? And it's just, it's, we hope you're laughing because it is sort of silly, right? Those, those other yous in any other timeline that are, again, they're not just human and they're not just on earth. That, that, it doesn't make sense. It's just the whole thing is in this compressed, silly, isolated, oversimplified thing that has become a distraction for you being your inner glory, which is why you incarnated to begin with more than likely. Again, we're not talking to everybody. We're talking to you. So for any of you that have a super challenging mind, again, that's a, that's a positive thing. You built yourself that way. That's a great strength that may be saying, well, well, this, this, this can't be true because she's not explaining my brother or my sister. No, we're not explaining them. But guess what? They're not listening to this. They're not watching this. We're not talking to them. You're right. We're not talking to everyone on the planet. We're talking to those that for whatever reasons are here right now, wherever your now is with this. Don't overthink this. Don't fight for a system that never worked, that may have felt like progress, but that doesn't mean it's, it's the biggest upgrade on the planet or the, the best, most enlightened teachings on the planet. Probably to many of you, the best, most enlightened teachings on the planet won't feel very enlightened because they will not involve suffering or hard work or handing over your life savings or pretending that the, the teacher, the master, or the, the, um, the conduit for that lesson is your road to your sovereignty. A true master would not want to put themselves between you and your eternal self. 
they wouldn't even dream of it. So the idea that you would bow to them or or be overly gracious, overly grateful to them in a way that that almost discredits yourself is sort of like, okay, I don't want to be around that too much, because clearly they're not in their mastery. And that was the whole point of my being my mastery. So that was those so that they could feel and know their mastery. So let me just sort of adjust myself here. Okay. There we go. Ah, Samson went outside when I went downstairs to get the the charging or the cord thing. I'm coming, Sam. Okay. All right. So that feels like a collusion to the message and we're right at the top of the hour. So that's perfect. Okay. So let me take off the microphone and get Samson. Hang on. different kind of podcast today. Okay, Sam, I'm going to have you scoot over here. Thank you very much. I know. I love you too. Okay. Alrighty. So thank you <laughs> for being here. Um, let me get to some announcements. And I do want to say something very important before I say the announcements, especially in the context of today. I offer a lot of free stuff. We asked for nothing in what we just offered you. I'm not asking you to sign up for a newsletter. I'm not asking you to listen or support ads because I don't do ads. I personally, as Jill, this is just a personal philosophy. I don't want to make money on anything that is not me giving you value to what we're doing. Okay. It, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. If I'm doing my job really well, I would rather that I'm not making money on an ad for vitamin supplements. That's just me. Okay. I totally get it. Some are making, well, with big audiences, obviously they're making really good money from the ads. That's not my motto. I actually work at services <laughs> um, and providing even deeper value, whether it's classes or private sessions or the energy and, and <laughs> gray hairs <laughs> involved in putting major trips together and things like that. I don't, as your sister in this reality, I don't want you to spend a dime that you don't have on your enlightenment with me or with anyone. I am sick to my stomach at how many individuals I meet through my work as paying clients, even that we get to a part of their, their discussion where they're, they've got major debt major debt. And when, when we start to kind of dig deeper into what that's about, they've invested money they didn't have in retreats, in classes, in sessions, in programs, in, um, entrepreneurial opportunities that felt like it was going to pay the bills at some point, but it, it, but it didn't end up doing that, but they're maybe still pretending that it will. Um, I just, I, that is one of my, I, I have a gift. One of, one of my gifts, cause we all have many is discernment about what's worthy of investment and super clarity about like, is this a hobby, like an expensive hobby, or is this an actual entrepreneurial opportunity? I have discernment in that area that I obviously is not everyone's gift. So I'm trying to <laughs> maybe, uh, shed some light on some things here. I, you shouldn't have to pay for your enlightenment. You shouldn't have to pay for your enlightenment. Okay. So even with the things that I offer, yes, I do charge for it. I, I don't charge for a lot of things and all this is here and you can get probably more than what you need here. And I like to make a living at things that I invest effort in. So in, and I invest effort in this, but I'm still giving it away for free and that's my choice. And maybe I won't always do that, but for now I do. Um, I go above and beyond in classes, in trips and things like that. But I mean, yes, I have amazing trips coming up. We're going to Greece in September. We have the Boise workshop at the end of this month um, in April. I can't, I'm so excited. <laughs> I love these things because I do love getting together with you. And I do love what, what we do on these trips. And it does feel cosmically important that we go to Greece and these places and we have the Zion retreat and we have the Egypt trip in um, January of 2020. So there's all these things because I know from all the other times that I've done those things, it's like, oh my God, 
like, whoa, I'm so glad we did that. And now I see that it wasn't just this, there was a cosmic reason, there was an amazing energetic, you know, like, whoa, whoa, what we did for the, you know, energetic grid structures of timelines and portals opening and activations and, you know, reawakening portals that we put to sleep in other timelines and all this super cool stuff. But not everybody has like $6,000 to go to Egypt with me. So don't pretend that you do. Okay, don't pretend you have money that you don't have. I am not an abundance coach. I am not. I am not interested in helping you pretend you have money you don't have. I am very interested in you getting very serious and very savvy about, okay, what is making a living for me and what isn't? And where am I investing in something that I thought would be paying the bills by now, but isn't where I can not invest any more in that because it's not working like someone told me it would, or like I thought it should, or like I hoped it would, <laughs> right? Okay, let's be really real. Okay, let's be super real about where we are in our lives. And then, okay, where do we want to make changes? Those don't happen overnight, you guys. I'm sorry, I I don't see it that way. If you're one of those people that like, you really are dedicated to this idea that your life can change based on these things, I'm not, I'm not wanting to burst your bubble. But I'm wanting to be you to be super clear about has it worked so far? Because if it hasn't worked so far, how much of you have you invested? Maybe it wasn't money, maybe it was time. What have you invested yourself in for a specific ending or result you thought would happen? And has that result happened? And if not, why? And might it be that that entire premise was a theory that someone had, or that you had, that didn't turn out the case? right? That doesn't mean your life was not worth living. That does not mean your gifts aren't there. That just that doesn't have to mean any of those tragic things. It could just mean that, that oh, oh, crap, <laughs> like me with the video, right? That's a perfect example. That's embarrassing. There's a part of me that could be embarrassed. But really, I just thought it was funny. I was like, Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I was so excited on the camera setting when I was trying to get it back to the factory settings with Georgia. I'm like, Oh, I can just record it in MP4. That'll save me a whole um, converting step. Why didn't I do that? Now I remember why I did that because it fills up the whole freaking card. <laughs> that's why I can't do that. So, <laughs> okay, so I'm not mad at myself. I mean, there was a moment of this wouldn't have happened if Georgia and if I hadn't said yes to Georgia borrowing my camera, and her forgetting the settings, but it is what it is. So I responded, right? And I let myself giggle and say, Oh, my God, it's okay. <laughs> We're going to make it okay. We landed on our feet and here we are. <laughs> okay. All right. I love you guys so much. So please, um, if you do have the money to invest in further things, I do have a lot to offer. The monthly membership, we just did an amazing experience um, just two days ago. The Buddha message on Sunday was... <gasps> it was awesome. And the Q&A call that we did on Saturday, which we continued on Sunday for the um, Bridge of Light, the... Um, the Afterlife Revealed A Bridge of Light series is amazing. And I love what we did there. And is it much more detail and another complimentary on its own experience to what we do here in the podcast? Yeah, if it were just the same thing, I wouldn't do it. Silly goose. I've got other things I could do with my life, right? Oh my gosh. And then but the trips coming up. I mean, if you have the money to spend on trips, I've got great trips for you. I, I promise. I do think it's really cool. I was thinking about this today. I was look as I was looking at the registration list, those that get the most excited about my trips, and our, our vocal like recommenders to other people joining my trips are those that have done my trips. And that makes me so happy, <laughs> right? That my strongest advocates for going on a trip are those that have done them themselves. And they're like, you know, they kind of have, as we're wrapping up, you know, I, when we're sitting at the hotel or ready to take our, our private shuttles to the airport, they're like, where are we going next, Jill? And they mean it. And I'm like, I think Greece, <laughs> you know, and they're signed up for Greece. So that's really fun. And then I had two people um, contact me yesterday about Egypt, and they'd spoken with, you know, a woman that's traveled with me three times, Ellen, I think it was three times, Mexico, France, 
And then she's done some of the the weekend kind of retreats too. So Ellen talked to Shauna and Shauna's like, I really want to come on your trip. Are there still spots? Yes, there's still spots. Um, So that feels really good. And is it a fit for you? I don't know, (laughs) right? I'm not you. You get to be you. Um, But I'm really, and I know this sounds silly and stupid from a business standpoint, but I don't want you to come if you don't have the money, you guys. I don't. I completely get it. Me of 15 years ago or 20 years ago, I wouldn't have the money to go on my trips. So, but I, I, at that time, I, I wouldn't have pretended I could. I wouldn't have. I, I was, I literally, even 12 years ago, I was like, I'm, uh, when I would look at Egypt trips, my kids were little and I was like, oh, I'll never be able to go on a trip like that. Right. Um, so it's just, it, it is, our lives are what they are. And might they change going forward? Yes. But that doesn't happen on its own. Remember, we talked at the very beginning of this call about where we are now is, the, is in many ways the result of choices that we've made, um, things that we could control and how we chose to respond to things that we couldn't control. You have far more control and authority over yourself than I think you're giving yourself credit. Okay. I could be charging $45 an hour for my work, but I decided it's worth more. An hour with me, in my view, and what I'm shown from my team and what I hear from people is worth more than a four-night stay in a hotel for one night that you don't even remember a week later. Okay? So I, I do have a very unique perspective on things, and I do hope that, you offer, that it uh, helps you in some way in your life. I do, or I wouldn't be doing it, <laughs> but I like sharing it anyway, even if just a couple people are listening. I did this when a couple people were listening. <laughs> okay, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for all that you are. I hope that you got a lot, of, a lot out of this. I do encourage you to listen to this recording again. I probably won't put the effort into editing out all those things, uh, all those little uh moments of, of, you know, when we had the video go down and I had to restart and all those things. So anyway, it's going to be maybe a bit of a bumpy ride, but hey, this is life. I'm not, I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to be my best Jill that I can be. And I think so far so good. Could I do better? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I'm pretty pleased with where we are right now. And I hope you can say that about yourself too, because you, I'm sure it's true especially when you consider some of the things that any of us have been through, right? You should be really proud. Yeah, you made it this far. Who knows what's next? What do you want to be next? Go do it, okay? Bye-bye for now.